So, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the best watch podcast on the internet. It's Watch This Space, the podcast brought to you by The Young Horologist. I'm joined, as ever, by my northern companion, Mr. Callum Moore. How the devil are you, sir? Mm. I'm very good, my friend. It's, uh, it's been such a long time since, uh, since I spoke to you. It's been, um, it's been such a long time since I've seen your face over webcams. It's just been, it's been a long time, folks. It's been a long time. It has. It has. I'm, I, I almost forgot what you look like, mate. It's been, it's been forever. I know. So. How are you? How, how are you feeling after your long cycle this afternoon? Yeah, pretty battered and abused, but, uh, but with a small sense of achievement. So that's... Uh, Good balances itself out, exactly. really. So, exactly. That's what we like to um, do. A good use of a day off, that's Very for sure. How, productive. Uh, how's work going, Felix? Uh, work is work. Is work. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's stressful. Got a lot on. But uh, better than having done nothing for six months. So uh, all is well. Mm. Yes, I am fair. counting many, many bricks and the odd window. So uh, can't get much better <laughs> than that. So, I know, uh, that's true. That's living true. the dream. Living the dream. Mm. Um, we will start as we always do. Why not? I already know what you're wearing, but with the customary wristwatch check, what have you got on? I know. I haven't been mixing it up recently on these uh, on these calls, but uh, but yeah, I'm still wearing the Seamaster of my grey um, strap. Now I didn't actually say this last time. This strap is from Gecko um, Gecko Watches. Ah, oh, Gecko. Uh, it's actually really uh, well, good. Um, Gecota. Gecota? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one. Gekota, that's one. I just call it Gecko. I don't. Anyway, the it's so like the, just the distress leather is awesome. But the main thing I love about it the most is quick release, baby. It's just I'm so glad this is a thing. I'm so glad this has become a, a regular thing. So. We're going to get onto that a little yeah. bit with one of the watches we talk about. But I, I I do not understand why any company that releases a watch on a strap doesn't do quick release spring bars because it must cost them like minimal amounts more, all the same as making non quick release. Yeah. And I just don't I just don't understand why you wouldn't do it. Yeah, I agree. And I think. Uh, the way what, the, what sort of industry has moved, people want more of that ability to do customizing, and, and they want they want more of that individuality bit. And I think the the, the obvious easiest thing to do is change the strap. And um, I think I think brands are starting to sort of catch on to that. Um, you know, we spoke about the Hublot Unico before, yeah. and and now, as you said, most brands, to be fair. New wise are kind of doing it. Like I remember the IWC Apple Timers. They've they've got yeah. it. The watch we're going to talk about later has got exactly. it. Um, I don't know. Are Amiga doing it? I, don't, I feel like they're not. Actually, are uh, they? So they on that on that watch that they released recently, that America's Cup yacht timer Seamaster uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that had quick release on the rubber strap. Just a really nice one button. And also, doesn't the yeah. Vacheron Constantin overseas have? quick release they do I think yeah, yeah but, right. but yeah you know but brands are catching on to it and there are a lot of brands who still don't and I just it seems like a no brainer to me why would you not why would you not I just, yeah. I just don't get it I think unless you know pure dress watches maybe um, but yeah I agree I think you know these integrated bracelet watches like the Vacheron that's fantastic that's yeah. If you you know if you're going to spend such a hideous amount of money on a watch, if you get given like the Vacheron, you get given it on the bracelet, 
and then you get given the robber as well with it, just quick release. That's fantastic. It's almost two watches in one, and it almost justifies the leather grand. as well. I think it comes with three options. All three. On a, on the I OC. think I've got a funny feeling it comes with a leather. I might be wrong, but uh, that's outstanding. Well, I mean that's great because you know the Speedmasters. I feel like they were probably, and I'm probably wrong about this, but I feel like they were probably the first big, uh, big Swiss company model where they started offering, you know, the, yeah. the Speedmaster with the NATO and the and the leather or whatever it was. And yeah, if 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 more brands are catching on, nice. Yeah, nice. Very much so. Well, I'm uh, as as people will have seen on the on the Instagram uh, today, which is not the day that this episode comes out. Not sure when this one will go live. I'm wearing the odd reliable <laughs> back on the bracelet. Nice. You just, just can't go wrong. No date sub. I feel like I haven't seen it on the bracelet for a while. To be fair. No, I've been uh, I've been wearing it on a couple of other straps. I've had it on the Bark and Jack NATO, one of the best mm. NATOs in the game. I've had it on some mushy straps, but yeah, you just can't go wrong with this bracelet. It's just it's like the, 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 yeah. Like I don't even know what to say about this bracelet. It's just it's just the tits. It's the absolute tits. I feel like the vintage oysters had so many issues and. You know, up until the maxi case, basically, people had the, the one gripe around that watch was the fact the bracelet was a bit rattling and a bit, a bit sort of movie. Whereas now it's so unbelievably solid and so well engineered that you know, in ten, twenty years' time, it's just going to look exactly the same. Whereas you know, the, the, the old ones just got all stretchy and bendy with time. Sort I of think thing. they're made out of the same metal that uh, they made baked bean cans out of in about the seventies. Those old ones, because they are. Fragile as hell, but I mean, this one's brilliant. So, for example, in London today, it's been well. It's felt like it's been about thirty-seven degrees. I think it's been about fourteen, and the sun's been out. Nice. It's been glorious. And I was on site yeah, was today, say. and it was hot. It was hot, and of course, my watch got far too tight for my wrist because I was sweating like a yeah. absolute what's it? So, just took the watch off. One notch on the on the yeah. uh, you know on the uh, glide lock, clipped it back in, put it on. Fit like a dream. It's just, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, brilliant. it's fantastic, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, also, breaking news, and I will bleep out the name because I don't want to ruin the surprise, but a certain Mr. <laughs> has just confirmed that he will come on the podcast getting on towards the summertime. So we have just, sec- we have just secured the biggest guest fantastic. we may ever get on the podcast. Absolutely cheers to that, Felix. Cheers, sir. And I will leave you all. We will leave you all guessing in the comments or on our Instagram as to who it is because I will bleep out the name. But that is huge. Keep keep bleeping out the names, and I think people might even think it's Mr. Ben Clymer or yeah, or JCB maybe. But we'll keep him. Could be a bit of JCB, Oriol Barks, yeah. Aro Montanari. Yeah. Keep them guessing. Maybe keep even guessing. Daniel Wellington Alfredo himself. I mean, that would be Maybe huge. Maybe Daniel himself. It would be huge. But yeah, really, really excellent news. That's amazing. Well done. Very well done. Um, I think, as we are currently in what I think I referred to last year as the week of Watch Christmas, it would, it would only be right to talk about some new releases. I think. Mm. Mm. Where do you think we should kick off? Because we've had some pretty interesting stuff, some of which has been released on the day of this recording, just this afternoon. Has it not? We had some new stuff from AP, didn't we? 
what would you like to talk let's, about? Let's start there because it goes on nice segue from what we're talking about. Strand. Yes, exactly. So we what we're going to talk about first, the Royal Oak Offshore Diver, which, I mean, I, I'm, I, I will be interested to hear what your opinion is, but I've always been a bit, I've always seen them as a bit marmite I've always appreciated them, but I've gone, oh, I'd never wear those, bit big, bit, Miami Beach, bit Premier League footballer. I've, I've sort of, I've admired them, but never been a fan. These new three dark colours are getting me in all sorts of bother in the trouser region. The blue one in particular, I think is just, I, the blue one is just class. Um, yeah, well, I mean, what do, what do you think about them? We've got three new colours, 42mm, quick release straps. What do you... What do you say? So, correct me if I'm wrong, the size hasn't changed. I'm fairly certain since their inception, conception? Conception in 2010, they've been 42. Am I correct? You are correct, I believe. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, that, that's a big watch. And from trying one on, and as admittedly I, I did say to Felix when we were speaking about this before, I, I did have a fake one also. So, let's just assume... It was close. This was I was like sixteen. Anyway, the the fact that you've got a thick rubber um, going into the going into the uh, case means it's, it's essentially wears like a um, integrated strap. So it wears big. It's going to wear big on your wrist. However, the thing that got for me, which I thought was so cool, is a. Unfortunately, it's almost pretty much an entry level AP these days. In terms of you could you could get them you could you could you could get them without stupid waiting lists on like the normal Royal Oak and the Royal Oak Offshore, and obviously because they were time only, in you know a bit more straightforward they're they're always cheaper than the um, Offshore Chronos and uh, let's just say I mean this this is talking retail price second hand you know you're getting into different different ball game but for me the fact that they had the external that massive crown that was for the internal rotating bezel. I just thought that was really cool because it is actually harking back to, you know, 1970s, 1980s divers where there was a practical function in doing that. Would someone who owns a AP Royal Oak be diving with it? I seriously doubt it. I seriously doubt that. But just the idea that AP who have... I mean, I'm almost changing my opinion as I say this, but you know, AP have absolutely zero experience vintage wise in terms of making dive watches yeah. so you know they, they never they never unless I'm right I can't think they ever made dive watches and, you know they're famously one of the sort of trilogy uh, holy trinity of, of dress watch making and um, for them just to come out with this big fuck off diver that has a, a very legible dive which makes complete sense tour watch wise yeah. um, it's got that big crown for internal ro- rotating bezel again makes perfect sense tour wise I just think it's like AP who are like, boom, we're a big flashy dress watch. Let's make a genuinely quite well thought through tool watch. Um, and they did. And then, you know, my favourites were the carbon yeah. ones from back in the day because they were just really cool. Like the orange and black, orange and yellow, uh, black yeah, and yellow. Very cool. Fantastic. If we're talking about these new ones, the, the blue, I agree, the blue and steel one's awesome. Um, I will always love the combination of blue and white. I think that's very yeah. cool. Um, 
the other ones don't massively do it for me, to be honest. There's like a khaki one, isn't it? Yeah, there? so there's a, there's a there's a, a sort of khaki colour with sort of uh, like a... It's like tan-coloured indices and a tan yeah. uh, sort of segment on the inner rotating bezel. Like you, I'm indifferent about it. The grey one, again... I think it probably looks a lot better. It's quite in person. nice. I can see the it, grey one. It's nice, but I think yeah. the star of the show by a mile is the blue one. I think, for yeah. definite. No, no, I'll agree with you. So, I'll agree with that so one. I haven't had the pleasure of of seeing one of these in the flesh or trying one on, and you have. How do they wear? Mm. Because mm-hmm. at forty two mil, as we know, forty two mil can very easily wear like a forty, or it can wear like a fifty. Like it, you know, it, it, it's in that grey area of either wearing very nicely or or feeling like a 42 how do these actually wear on the wrist yeah the for what I remember is they're made by P they're made by a serious brand they know what they're doing in terms of how what feels um, because of the very I mean if you actually looked at the dial the dial's going to be like a 36 or something or probably yeah. even smaller so there's a lot of bezel and there's a lot of case and as a result, the appearance on the wrist is actually a lot smaller than you'd think. If that was a 42 mil dial, you know, and there's plenty of watches that are 42 mil dials, that wears so much bigger, in my opinion, just, you know, the way it looks on the wrist because you've just got so much yeah. dial. With this, because you've got all that bezel and you've got all that, um, you know, this sort of like a solid log sort yeah. of thing, it doesn't look as big. Um, it doesn't look as big, but it, it is a thick watch. It is chunky. And I think probably log to log, it's probably, probably in the 50s, yeah, I guess. Yeah, must be I mean, getting on for that. You're not yeah. going to wear it. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to wear it with a suit, but I think I think it's, 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 it just wears like a very cool sports watch that, again, because you've got all this bezel and all this um, lug, it wears, like, it doesn't feel delicate, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of APs, apart from the solid gold, gold Rolex, like, I'm sure I tried on, that a lot of them feel fragile. Well, you know, they feel more dress watchy. This feels solid and consistent. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we were talking about before this, the interchangeable strap's just awesome. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic addition to that watch because at the end of the day, as you say, this watch is going to be bought by, you know, flashy celebs in... in you know, people who in general want to have quite a colourful way of expressing themselves and as a result would want the option of, you know, mixing up the mixing up the straps. And I think just having that quick change is, is, is a fantastic... I mean, God knows how they change the old ones because it's, it's got that two... Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That two sort of log yeah. things. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's brilliant. They also all come with... Well, or, or certainly when I was looking on the AP website earlier the blue dial that we're talking about, it comes with a mm. black rubber strap as standard so you can yeah, interchange nice. it. And I'm reading an article, nice. which admittedly was the first one I clicked on about this new watch, which is from a website called Rob Report, which I have come across before, but not massively. And they are saying that the, yeah, that the rubber straps can be replaced with beige, brown or black leather versions... And they are so mm. easy to change that the AP CEO, which is what B- B- Benner, what's his name? Something Benner, Benner, or whatever yeah, his name is. Guy, he demonstrated yeah. their ease of changing <coughs> them by unclipping them and changing the strap with his eyes closed. So it's clearly a very easy nice. press 
strap comes off, stick a new one in job, which uh, I think is brilliant because nice. I think you could have a lot of fun. Maybe not so much with the khaki, but the I think the grey and the blue are versatile enough that you could whack some outrageously bright coloured rubber straps on these from, I don't know, Everest or AP or whatever. And as a summer watch, I think these could be a lot of fun. Obviously, that's a summer watch at 11. Agreed. Neither of us can even fathom. But if you've got, what are they, 18,000 sterling, something like that? Something like that, yeah. If you've got that yeah. cash to splurge on a watch you can wear on the beach in Marbella in your Villa Cream mm. swimming trunks, I think this is a cracking shout. It's gorgeous. Felix, I would 100% wear that in Marbella. Oh, yeah. Like, that is, that's probably exactly the watch I would wear Definitely. in Marbella. I'd put that blue one on a bright pink rubber strap and rock that <laughs> oh, in God. Marbella. Definitely. I'd put it on a bright white one, I think. Oh, yeah. I'd probably put it on oh, bright yeah. white. But... Uh, but, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, think, it's, I think that's exactly what yeah, it's definitely. for. And... Yeah, but as I said, they they have got genuine tool, you know, genuinely well thought out tool aspects. Like you know, it's all it's all very interchangeable. You know, it's all very easily used. It's not all fiddly and all precious. Yeah, um, I've got I've got a lot of time for that. But yeah, I think you, you go into it with your eyes open, knowing it's going to be a big watch. It's going to wear a lot easier than a pole prof. Oh yeah, definitely. it's going to wear a lot easier than a Royal Oak Offshore Chrono. Yeah. Easier than a Panerai, um, it's like, it's, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a compact, well executed watch. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I've always had a, 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 a small guilty pleasure for those. Um, which you know, when most people would would, would know that I'm, a, I'm more on the vintage side of things, I do now and again. Like you know, you and your your Rainbow Rolex oh. Daytona. Mm. Um, this is this is my Rainbow. Yeah, agreed. AP didn't stop there. This wasn't the only thing they released. They actually released quite a lot. I'm just scrolling through this article, and they've released a lot of other things. They've released some new self-winding Royal Oak chronographs in gold. They've released some other stuff. But I think we would be remiss not to talk about the new Royal Oak Jumbo Extra Thin in platinum with this amazing, uh, I'd say Moser-esque green sunburst dial that they've released. Because this is a serious piece of kit. I this came out I think either today I think it came out today it was released but I actually saw this on the wrist of John Claude Beaver who who, who really? he he must have had one of the first in the world he's added one to his personal collection and put up on his Instagram I think yesterday or Saturday really? I'll, I'll 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 share the photo Jesus on Christ. our Instagram on the day this episode goes up because he he unboxed Yeah I'm going to have a look at that now quickly um, so this is your I use this. I use this phrase very lightly because it's just smothered in irony. This is your bog standard Royal Oak Jumbo extra thin <laughs> thirty nine millimeter. The only difference being, firstly, it's in platinum, so three times heavier than this. Have they ever done a? Have they ever done a Royal Oak in platinum before? Uh, they did a boutique only Royal Oak with a salmon dial, that I think was for a boutique in was platinum. I want to say Japan I might be wrong but they did a boutique only salmon dial and I think that was in platinum I may be wrong and right. I can't think of any others but I don't think they do it very often in the Royal Oak so they've released this in platinum it's therefore it's going to be roughly platinum's roughly three times heavier than 
steel. So this is going to be a big old, this is going to feel like a big old chunk of metal on your wrist. And it's got this amazing green sunburst dial. Very Moser-esque. Um, very Moser. Very Moser, that's what everyone's saying. Um, but the thing I just find, it's not even specifically about this model, it's just about the ultra-thin in general. The extra thin, sorry. 8.1 millimetres thick. Jesus Christ, that's less than a centimetre thick. I mean, like, it... Oh, I would love to see any of the ultra-thin Royal Oaks in the flesh, but, I mean, 8.1 mil thick is just... It's just... It's, it's, ti- it's, it's tiny. It's tiny. That's phenomenal. Thinking about, thinking about that in your head, what 10 millimetres looks like. But this is very interesting because... As we know, for the past year or two, blue dials have been in. They have been the dial. Everyone's they been do doing the blue thing. dials. That's popular. Everyone loves it. And recently, yeah. I mean, we've got one at the moment, the Formex Essence 39. That's in a green dial. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, green seems to be the new colour. I'm struggling to think of any other examples of green dials, but green seems to be, I think, maybe the, the new blue. And this... The Harrods, the Harrods limited edition stuff. That was yeah, all green, the Tudor, the, the Harrods, IWCs, and the IWC. The yeah, Tudor, yeah, yeah. I think green may be the new blue, and this is another example of it, because AP could have picked any other color under the sun, and they've gone for green, and I wonder mm. whether they are seeing the popularity of the color green and going green, but I mean it's gorgeous. Felix, I don't think. This watch is about dealing with market demand, if I'm honest. Um, this is 100 pieces. Is it? Now, you think about how unattainable pretty much every AP Royal Oak model is, let alone one that's d- limited to 100 well, pieces. Well, I mean, they this will all watch have been is pre-sold. purely about making something significant. Yeah, yeah, and the people who bought them will be... John Goldberger. John Mayer, John-Claude Beaver. Eric Koo. You know, that. Yeah, all of that. All of the usual suspects, yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be a private members club for AP. Yeah, well, it's so, so funny you say that. It says, and it will be available exclusively through AP House, the brand's VIP lounge-style collector venues in London, Milan, Hong Kong, yeah. Barcelona, Munich, and Bangkok. Yeah, there you go, there you go. There so, you go. so obviously, Mr. Beaver, ex-AP CEO, was he CEO? Yeah. You see it, but yeah, yeah. So he's obviously going to be on that list, yeah. So that's interesting. That is just that's essentially like an exceptionally expensive membership card, yeah. isn't it? That's what yeah, that is. Exactly. Completely. God, how cool would it be if you're actually in that oh. members club? It's like with the, you know, we were talking to um, Nicholas from Fizz. Yeah. You know, they've got that. They've got their own little, uh, own little collector's yeah. club. It would be cool to be part of a collector's you, club. You just fi- Maybe we should start our own collector's we club. We should. Maybe that's the how we TYH do. collector's club for yeah. Amiga and Swatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Seiko, and, yeah. And, and Seiko, exactly. But yeah, I mean, look, very cool Mate, watch. It'd be, it'd be great. Cool dial. I'd, I would like it if they, down the line, do um, these sort of dials in different colours. But at the end of the day, it's a mark... At the end of the day, it's not a... A, it's not a, 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 what's the word? It's not a, you know, a normal watch release because they're they're all going to be they are all going to have been pre-sold 
So it's just it's just yeah. basically a marketing tool because no one's ever going to actually see this watch in the flesh or own one. It's just to promote AP have done a platinum royal oak and look how great AP are. Yeah. Which fundamentally I think is stupid because if they made this as a production model, they would sell thousands of them. Thousands. Yeah, I just wonder if they but, AP aren't struggling, so I guess they probably don't. And there's a whole tricky thing at the moment, isn't it, with watch brands deciding to make themselves almost completely unobtainable mm. supply-wise. Um, and I think a lot of the big brands, except Amiga, are doing that really, aren't they? Everything they release, you basically can't get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it just seems to be the way of the world at the moment, really, doesn't it? I yeah. think the watch industry has decided to it's decided it's been too obtainable because of whatever reason now they're just making everything physically unobtainable Mm. yeah yeah exactly and you know hopefully that's a trend that is only a temporary thing because I mean I would like to think that it it affects more people than just us proper nerds but I just don't I I just it seems pointless if you're going to release a watch that no one can ever get their hands on and people just drool at looking at photos i just don't really see the point like surely the 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 brilliance of this hobby is getting watches on people's wrists and having people enjoy Mm. them and rave about the brand and you know etc 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 and if you're releasing 100 watches Mm. that have all been pre-sold then i I, where's the fun in all it's going to do is make people like us sit there and go well what's the fucking point that's just stupid yeah yeah agreed actually if anything it just devalues the brand I just, yeah, I just think... I mean, it's not even like... I, I bet they've got limits on selling these secondhand. It's, I, I bet people can't sell them on, or, you know, for a certain amount of time they can't sell them on. Yeah, yeah it just... It, I, uh. Interesting, on a change of subject, though, uh, along the lines of H-Moser-esque dials, A, it's pretty cool, because I feel like that was pretty much where that kind of dial came from. Um do you think of any examples before that of when they had these crazy sort of sunburst? No, not 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 maybe. really. No, AP, uh, not AP. Moser were they, they put them on the map. I feel. Yeah. So, uh, for anyone who's into UFC, no, 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 no the, the guy with the crazy name who just won the the uh, heavyweight no title. Idea. <clears throat> I was watching a clip. He's he's a he's a he's a very impressive very impressive individual so he just won the heavyweight title on Saturday night or Sunday morning depending on where you are in the world and he in his post-match interview now anyone who's listened to this can confirm or deny but it looked very much to me as if he was wearing um, Moser did one of those all black dial uh, circular watches didn't they which had a flying turbine on in the middle I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain it was them. So completely black, completely dead black dial, like the Apple Watch they did, but in the round case with a tourbillon. And I'm pretty sure he was wearing it in the press, uh, you know, like the post-match yeah, interview. He did. Which, if that is, that is so, so cool. Yeah. I'll try and find a clip and send it to you. So, but so, 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 so that's uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Made out of a and it, yeah, I, I believe yeah, yeah. it was developed by scientists in the UK and it's basically the darkest man-made material ever made. And it's, it's, it's yeah. so dark that it plays tricks on your, on your brain because your brain can't fathom 
how dark it actually is. But if he's wearing that as a UFC fighter in a post-fight yeah. interview, that is ridiculous because Moser, even as a brand, I think there are friends of ours who are into watches, in inverted commas, who don't even know about Moser. Who and Vanta yeah. Black Mosers are just a different level. A complete yeah. different so level. So I'm, t- I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the clip to send you. But I, yeah, I'm all, I can't think of another watch that has that dead black dial with a turby on it. Yeah, the, the, the Moser did make one of those. I saw it today somewhere. Mm, I might have to find this uh, and send it to you later, to be honest. Where did I see this? Mm. I think this might be a send to you later. But either way, if that is the case. Yeah. But saying that, if it isn't the case, there's still a very cool watch that I can't figure out what it is. In, have you got any ideas well, what all black dial with a turby on, on a round watch would be? If it, if it isn't, find the clip anyway and we'll stick it on the Instagram and see if people can give us any ideas yeah. because I'm struggling to think of another watch with, I assume, no minute track, no markers that is a very deep black dial with a turby on. I'm struggling to think yeah. of any other contenders for what that would be. The only thing I can think of would be if it did actually have a dial and you just couldn't see it in the video and it could have been one of those bloody AP 1159s because they've got a turby on, haven't they? They do. I'm I'm going to have to find this for you later because I can't. I have no idea where this is. I literally saw it about two minutes before coming on this call. Ah, yes. Ah, here we go. This is this is going to be brilliant for our yeah, podcast think, listening audience. I think it must be. It it must be. Look at this. I'm sending this to you right now. I genuinely have no idea what else this, it could be. This would be an outrageous spot by you if this is the case. <laughs> Let's have a look. And I'm uh, looking at the dial. And, uh, and for the listeners, we will put this on the Instagram. Uh, it feels like there's stuff on the dial. Mm, I'm no. So it's not the Moser because the Moser Turbion is it. Well, is it the bottom? The thing that throws me off is it looks like if that is a Turbion, is it twelve? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It could be. An AP flying disc. I don't know. We will we will put this. I'm going to save this <laughs> clip and we will put this up on the Instagram yeah, because I I don't know. It's only got one crown. It could be the IWC uh, annual calendar turbion because that's at twelve yes. o'clock. I just never saw it in a black dial, though. I didn't think they came. And in also, black it looks dial. like—is it a rose gold case or a yellow gold case? Because it looks like it could oh, be rose. <laughs> this is a bit of a. How could you tell from that photo? We'll have to. How could you tell that was yellow or rose gold? Well, because it's got a slight. There's a almost, there's like a slight hue to it. I don't know. It's just a guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to put that up on Instagram hue. because that's lost. Yeah, that's, lost that's a that's a that's an opinions for the people. Opinions for the people, and I think we'll that see is. if our parents, who are our only followers, can uh, can give us any clues. <laughs> but yeah, back basically. on to new releases. There, there's a watch that I'd like to talk about by a mm-hmm. brand who are who are very good friends of ours, um, and we've reviewed a, a, a fair amount of their pieces now. I think we've reviewed what four or five of their pieces. I think. Uh, this is a, a very hot watch. This is the, uh, well, it's, it, it's Bamford London, who have done, I think, 
one or two uh, Popeye special editions before. So this is Popeye on the dial, and his uh, his hand, his arms are the hour and the minute hand. Very cool watch. Just a, like a, just a brilliant piece of fun. Not taking itself too seriously. It's the standard Bamford London GMT case, which we've both worn and is brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great. It's and great. after they released their last Popeye limited edition, which sold out in two seconds flat. I think I remember George saying that they weren't going to do another Popeye for a long, long time. And I think popularity must have led them to do another one. So they've released it today, and it's to commemorate the 90th anniversary of Popeye's first um, appearance in public, which was back in 1929. Um, So it's 50 pieces, 40 mil case, in black... And it comes in a, it's black dial and then the inner rotating bezel. So for those of you who don't know about the Bamford GMT, it's similar actually, in a way, to the AP Royal Oak diver that we were talking about. So it has a crown at three o'clock, a regulation crown, and it also has a yeah. crown at 11 o'clock, which is to control the inner rotating bezel, which comes in a yeah. two-tone yeah. configuration of, in this one, uh, dark, uh, sorry, it comes in black, and then a sort of, Denimy blue colour, I want to say. Mm. And then obviously, as I said, with Popeye on the dial. Um, it looks it looks fucking awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it was funny about this, as you said. The uh, They said they weren't going to do another run, but as you and I both know, the way George operates uh, that side of the business, or, you know, the whole, the whole band for business, to be fair, um, he's very in touch with his clients in terms of, like, literally they will text him. And you know for a fact he was probably just getting so many sodding messages from people saying, can you make me, you know, just a yeah. one-off Popeye? And I feel as if you had enough of those being sent to you, you go, right, sod it. We'll just order all the, all the, all the you know, a, a larger number of cases and, and, and make, make the watch so that we don't have to just keep making one-offs yeah, every two exactly. weeks. So I think it's quite fun that's happened because, yeah, it definitely does show the... Uh, because the way we've having a brand like his that's small enough and he's in control of it completely is he can make these kind of decisions whereas you know a big brand you know you a people can't just request unless you fucking John Mayer or something you can't just request watches like like they can um, but also you can't react like he can he can literally react to what his you know clients are saying and he could just say right okay fine let's make some more so yeah exactly yeah that's cool and the thing that case is fantastic oh, I, it's amazing we had we had two of them in to be honest when i reminisce on lockdown one summer i actually reminisce about having having those two watches um yeah those good times they're amazing we are we are going to get one of the press pieces of this in to have a play with in hopefully a couple nice. of weeks so we will nice. there will no doubt be a review and maybe even a podcast episode around this watch and Bamford we're looking to get George on mm. but I'm, sorry, still get George I, I'm on. looking forward to seeing this in the flesh because as you said it I mean the case is just it's brilliant it's 40 millimeters I think it wears smaller it's just it, it's it's so different it's not like any other case I've ever worn and I just think the whole Popeye thing is just cool the watch also comes in a in a can instead of a box that is reminiscent of the spinach nice. cans that Popeye used to crack open and eat. Of course, of course, it's just of course. cool with with Popeye on the it side is. of it. 
I think it's very cool. It's limited to 50 pieces. Um, mm. It runs the, the same workhorse, Salita, uh, was it SW3, uh, what's the GMT one? 330-2? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've probably got it in this article that I'm reading. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, 330-2, 100-meter water resistant, comes on a strap, all black. I, it's, just, it's just cool, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's just a cool piece of kit. I, I, I think of all of the GMTs from Bamford, this would probably be the one I'd go for. Really? I mean, I, I, I think it's cool. I, I just, I don't know if I could get on board with owning owning a Watson car. I mean, I'm not that big of a cartoon fan. I guess is, mm. is guess what's come down to. But so I'm, I'm just looking on the page. Um, they've literally sold out on pretty much the vast majority. I mean, they've still got the orange and blue one, which is cool. But the one, the one I had, the PVD orange and black one, which was oh, so, so cool, cool, that sold out. All of the Snoopies and all of the Popeyes are sold out, as you said. Grey one's still there. Khaki one's still there. But then... God, to show you how popular they are, isn't it? It's, uh, they're, at, they're at such a good price. Yeah, the black, that really cool black yellow one. Like, 1,100 quid. Yeah, and... Yeah. And also, just the, the way they're executed is so vintagey because it's essentially a Breitling Top Time yeah. case. That's, yeah, that's it is, what it is. It? Yeah. Or, you know... A, it's, it's, it's that and it actually wears like that which I think the problem is with these kind of shaped watches you don't appreciate the the measurements until it's on your wrist so you know square watches can either wear huge or they can wear smaller yeah. so let's see what it says in here it says case diameter to 40 yeah okay so it's, it says it's a 40 but because of the uh, what would I say I mean this is going to be very QS to oh, yeah the efficiency between the dial, so the internal measurement of the dial and the external measurement of the case, you know, they're, they're really yeah. close. So it's a lot of dial for not that much case. So again, it will just it just wears so much smaller. And also, I, th- I, th- I think that's I helped by the inner it rotating bezel instead of it being an external bezel. Yeah. Like, as you said, yep. the amount Agreed of dial tie. real estate that you've got is just so much more. But they're great. I, th- yeah, I, th- I think they, that they certainly wear more like a thirty-nine, maybe even a thirty-eight. They just even on the bracelet, they just. Yep. I had yep. the blue and white configuration, and I I I, I, I will well. buy that watch at some point. It's just it, it's so good. It's so good. Yep. Yep. I did thoroughly. I mean, the, the, I I had that through the yeah. summer. Um, and I just remember all the happy-ish summer memories of of being out and about and, and trapped in nature because pubs were closed. But I do remember wearing that watch with with very good fondness. Um, they are they are hideously undervalued, the 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 non special edition ones because obviously as we've seen the Popeye and the Charlie Brown ones have sold out completely. But the regular standard issue ones you can still get. They're eleven hundred quid on a bracelet, and they are they are truly brilliant. And you can't you can't get a lot of them, Felix. That's what I'm saying. There's not a huge amount of them left. Well, the standard ones you can, can't you? You can get the blue yeah. and white. You can get the blue and white. Blue and white. You can get the black silver, and black there. and white. You can get the all. The one yeah. I like is the all black with the blue, with the Bamford blue. Oh, the aqua. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is cool. I, I would urge people yeah, no, to go cool. and check it, them out it, if they hadn't seen our review or are spamming the photos of them because they are. They are very, very cool. Very cool. 
Yeah, the brace is very well yeah, made as well. It actually, is. it's it it feels very similar <coughs> in terms of uh, construction and sort of execution to my to my tag at Carissa. Okay. It's it's got that very very substantial uh, solid feel to it. They they are very cool. The other thing I would like to talk about briefly, because I'm conscious that we're mm-hmm. getting up to the forty minute mark, is a, a a brand that is close to your heart. And you are wearing it as we speak. Amiga has ah, yes. done some new things, but you will be shocked to hear, listeners, that it's not another limited edition Speedmaster. Speedmaster. It isn't. <laughs> it's a shock, I know, because it is a Monday, so I they know. should really have released it a special a edition Speedmaster for Monday. It is actually a new Seamaster oh. 300 with mm-hmm. a sandwich mm-hmm. dial. Yeah. These are very nice. Yeah. Vintage inspired. I think they're I think they're just cool, aren't they? I think I think what you I, I, I think pretty much everything made by Amiga you'd say is vintage inspired. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get the article. I, I've sent it to you on the it. team's chat. Oh, you did, yes. For um, you did indeed. So this, I mean, this watch is one of the points of contention I have with Amiga. Um, the dial uh, is very it's, it's reminiscent of the of the Spectre yeah. and that watch in itself is just a direct straight up um, uh, paying tribute to the to the vintage Amigas um, you know the old Amiga 600 you know really collectible watch really great watch everyone loved it so much so what did Amiga do they say yeah okay brilliant let's take everything they loved about the old stuff and put it with 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 modern mechanisms and modern engineering that works so well. That's a perfect idea. However, it then comes in absolutely fucking massive. So yeah. the older ones of these were 42 mil. Well, I think they have made it smaller. It's 41. From what I remember. Yeah, I, th- I think they've made it slightly smaller from the old one, but I could be wrong. But it could be the same size. But just everything about it visually is yeah. awesome. Like the massive arrow hands, the sandwich dial, the very vintage... Um, or the way it's executed, the very vintage bezel, I know obviously it's ceramic, but yeah. it's just all of it is it just screams class, old school Amiga. Yeah. And then and then yeah, you look, so let's have a look at it. So you've got It's two mil too uh, big, I think, first of all. Yeah, it, yeah, agreed. I think if you stuck it in a thirty nine mil case, it would be fantastic. I mean the logs 21 mil like, yeah I, I just, like, <laughs> why why does any watch company do 19 or 21 no. mil lugs no yeah and Rolex are very guilty of doing that it back makes, in the day it makes no well, difference to, to the, the proportions at all the only no. thing it causes no. is frustration because you have to go out and buy specifically <laughs> those Specific millimetre yeah. straps because no one normally mm. has those straps knocking around. I don't own a single 19 or 21 millimetre strap because they're stupid. Mm. Do you think if this came in at a 39 mil size, because let's be honest, you will be able to walk into anywhere that stocks Amiga and buy one of these there and then. You could. Do you, you could, think, you could, maybe even size aside, do you think people go, okay, I can't buy an Explorer one. I can't buy, I was going to say an OP39 or 41, but I don't really think you can compare them because this is more sporty, I'd say. But do you think that this is a mm. serious contender against an Explorer one? 
I think I think that might be what they're going. I think it's a serious contender. I think it's a serious contender with. Um, I mean, really, it's a serious contender with the other Seamaster Planet Oceans and um, everything Tudor makes. I think that's what it. I think Rolex, unfortunately, especially something like the Explorer One, is so. The continuity, the continuity of design, has been so consistent that it's just a solid, iconic, iconic yeah. watch. Um, and this, you know, this although it harks absolutely massively back to the to the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties Seamaster six hundred. I just, I, I just don't think it's in that same echelon. And the awkward thing is, it's the same price. That's that's yeah, what the problem what, is. Six thousand five hundred on a yeah. bracelet. That's dollars. So what's that? Five, Five and, and a, bit. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And this is one of my problems I'm having with me at the moment is the price. The, the prices are going up, um, and it's taking away from what Amiga used to be, which was offering exceptional value for money on. On classic watches, so the C, you know the Seamaster three hundred or you know the the old the old Seamaster Professional, you know you're still getting coaxial movements, in-house coaxial movements. Sorry, um, you know fantastically well-made watches, fantastically iconic watches that have stayed the same since the nineties. You know, in the sort of three thousand pound mark, and now the brand new ones are hitting the four, four and a half, five thousand yeah. pounds. Same with the Speedmasters. The speed, some of the new Speedmasters are like six grand in certain iterations, and you just you you're starting to price out a lot of what made Amiga very yeah. good. This is it's four thousand seven hundred and twenty three pounds, which it's a it's a fair price, but as you said, it's just a little bit more than it should be. Like Amiga used to be. I mean, I I mean, yeah, Amiga used to be in the sort of what two to late threes category. Yeah, I mean, there was other Planet Oceans which were more, but they were more watch, and that was why they cost more. They still weren't this kind of price. In the reality of the situation here, in the in the in the the, the obvious the obvious comparison is, I'm looking at the Blue Dial one, fantastic looking watch. Great heritage, I'm sure it wears excellent, if not too big. It's 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 just as good as the Tudor Black Bay Blue, the Tudor Fifty Eight Blue. And to be honest with you, that is, I, I I love Amiga, and I do like the look of this watch. But ten times out of ten, I'd be going Tudor Fifty Eight Blue. It's just yeah, not even a comparison. Yeah, agreed. I would be interested to try it on and see how it wears at forty one millimeters. It's going to wear big. It's going to wear big. 13, the answer, point, just under 14mm thick. I don't know what the lug-to-lug -lug is. Yeah, that's what But I'm then the other thing now, is, it does have the new uh, Metas certified coaxial calibre movement in. So you're getting a very, very good movement, 16 hours power reserve, which I think might be the reason why it's slightly more expensive than it otherwise would have been. But... Yeah, yeah. It's really annoying, and I know, and I think I think it was Dexter who made this point months and months and months ago in the chat that the most important, actually, it was when he got his big eye, the most important measurement on a watch is the lug to lug, which we all know. Lug to lug, yeah, agreed. It makes perfect sense, and 
I feel like I'm going to reserve judgment on it being 41 until I know what the lug to lug is. Because if it's 41 mil, but it's mm. got the lugs are 41 mil, say, then actually that's going to wear brilliantly. Like this is, I think, 47 mil lug to lug, and it wears really mm. nicely. So, mm. you know, if you've got shorter lugs than you might expect, that 41 wears like a 40 yeah. straight away. Which I hope yeah, so because it think... looks bloody good. Just look, look at look at look at it right. So, this is the shorts. So for the views, I'm holding up my Seamaster. Yeah, stumpy lugs. Which is notoriously stubby lugs, like my stubby legs. And then if you compare that with yeah, they look long, don't they? They look long. They look. They look. They look long. They look long, which means, I mean, they they look really long. Look at look at yeah. I mean, that watch is going to wear. 48, 49, 50, maybe, lug so, to lug. lug to lug is... Oh, no, sorry, that's the new Moonwatch. Hang on, bear with me. Let oh. me try and find it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Hodinky article, I can't see. It's from Hodinky article. Oh, see, it does look... I'm on Monochrome, who, as we know from the review they did of the... Uh, Tissot PRX Powermatic 80 take ridiculously good shots they of photos. Take they have photographed this new Amiga Seamaster very well. I also didn't realise from the Hadinki photos, because you can't really tell on here, if you go onto the monochrome article, it's got polished outer links and brushed inner links on the bracelet, which looks really they, they, nice. They had that on the previous model, I seem to remember. Or the previous Amiga 600. I'm just trying to see whether I can find a lug to lug. I can't. We will we will get back to you on what the lug to lug is. Mm. But look, I mean ultimately I think it looks very good and it will appeal to a lot of people who are considering an Explorer 1 I would imagine or a Black Bay but want something a bit Elevated. I don't know. I feel like this will sell very well. It's a very nice looking watch. They've also done one in bronze, which is a. I think it's a. I think it's pushing ten grand, which is daft. And bronze is still very mm. marmitey as a case material, mm. but it does look good, unpatinated. But I think this is good. Felix, what? What is the price of a Explorer 1 retail, assuming massive assumption that you can actually get one? Uh, I think it is under five. Let me find out for you. Oh, God, that's... But, I mean, as you said, it's tricky, arbitrary it? because you can't... You can't get one. Can't actually, so, yeah. the price of the 39mm Explorer is £5,200 at retail. So... This is what? That's tricky, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. But... And then the Black Bay Blue, the 58 Blue... Retail. It's a chronometer yeah. movement. So it's still a decent movement. Granted, I, I assume it's not a 60-hour power reserve. Uh, I that, don't know. It's still so much cheaper, and it isn't that much less of a watch, if you know what I mean. Yeah, completely. Spec-wise, and it probably wears better. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah, it def- does have luminous bezel though. 
so the, the Tudor Black Base 58 has a 70-hour power reserve. Ah, uh, okay. Very well then. And, it, and, and, it's, it, and it's an in-house start... movement. But then I suppose this is as well. Yeah, exactly. But, and this is Meta certified, so it's sort of, you know, a bit of that, a bit of this. When you start, when you start comparing the two, you know, ex- perfectly side by side, you start to... Yeah, yeah things start to come There isn't really enough to differentiate them apart from personal taste, but I wonder whether actually you're more on it with it being a better comparison against uh, Black Bay 58 Blue than an Explorer 1, because I still think that if you gave someone who knows Amiga and knows Rolex but nothing more than the brands, if you gave them one of these and an Explorer 1, they are probably going to go with the Rolex. Yeah. Just because it's Rolex, yeah. so I feel I like think... it's not really that isn't really the comparable watch. I think you're more right that it's probably a BB58 in blue is probably the even though they're a slightly different price, that's probably the fairer. It's half the price, Felix. It's half the price. That's the problem. I I would rather buy two Black Bay 58 blues. <laughs> I think, but but don't get me wrong. It's a very very cool watch, and I think. Despite the, and I also think that the the black one is nice as well. It's also, and this will be controversial. I would say the loom is Fotina. Of the it, yeah yeah, which, on which blue. Is I think it's good though. Amongst people, but I think it's a nice application of Fotina. I think they've got the color right, yeah. and I also really like yeah. the sandwich dial because I can't. The dial is very Panerai esque in terms of the sandwich dial and the the way that the numerals are styled, but it's not Panerai at all, really. And I think a sandwich dial just gives that little bit of playfulness and a bit of character, and I think it just works very nicely. The shape of the indices in the dial, that's exactly like the old-school Seamaster yeah. 600. I just love the 9 and, and also, the They're just so playful. I th- I d- uh, yeah, I think they're Yeah. Playful. And the thing is, you're seeing it all the time, that dial has got the sort of, I don't know what you call it, it's, it's like a textured dial, is it? Is that what you yeah, call it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's meant to look like a patina yeah. dial, isn't it? That's yeah. what it is. Intuitive have done the same as well. So they've just made, just watch companies now are just making just full-blown vintage watches. But That's the style, isn't it, unfortunately? I mean, the, the, And also, it's a bit odd. So yeah. on the Hodinkee article, there's a full loom shot of one of the new Amigas. And I, suppose, yeah. I wonder why... All of the loom is blue, apart from the pip at 12. Well, I suppose, actually, it's just a differentiate, isn't it? The pip at 12 is green, and the minute hand is green. Yeah. Which, I guess, thinking about it, is just to differentiate it. But I think it looks really good. I love it, yeah. They... They, they they do the same on the Seamaster mod, so on mine, it's just the same, and I just think it's so cool, because it just... Again, it's just that little bit tool-functiony that, you know, when I, or when I used to be in nightclubs, you could see where the hour to the minute hand is uh, yeah, yeah I've, I've got some time for that see how long it had been since your last pint of snake bite yeah or VK snake bite those days but no I think it's cool when when we can go back into watch boutiques again we'll have to go back to the Amiga boutique on Regent Street and uh, yep. and, and go and have a look at this and the blue uh, sorry this and the bronze because uh, mm. I think they're very nice I want to try on a new speed oh there. same you know what, that's two... And I would proclaim myself as a fairly decent Amiga nerd. Oh, yeah. Two comments I've made have been 
uh, about me, sorry, I've made where the Speedmaster bracelet and the Seamaster in general bracelet needs to be tapered. What did they do? They released the Speedmaster with a tapered yeah. bracelet. And I also said the Seamaster looks phenomenal on a mesh strap. And what did they release the new James Bond on? A mesh strap. So it just shows you that the designers of Amiga are actually thinking about the real, the real nerds, which I, I've got Maybe a lot of Maybe if your next piece of commentary about Amiga is that you think that one of the new Speedmasters would look really good on your and I's wrist, it might happen. Yeah. Because you say be things price, and Amiga yeah. do it. So look, we've, we've, we've said a lot tonight, so, you know, we've said a lot tonight, so let's, let's exactly. see. Exactly. Um, I mean, there are lots of other new releases that we haven't spoken about. Brightening have done some things, and there are some other brands that have also done some new things. And I think it's probably worth us jumping back on another podcast, maybe towards the end of the week, and talk about the rest of them, because this has been brilliant, but we've only touched upon, what, three or four watches, and there's so much more to talk about. This is literally Watch Christmas, as we said. Um, but I think we'll... There's going to be a lot more oh, coming, yeah. that's for sure. Well, Rolex's new releases are coming out in a couple of weeks. So more mm. things that no one will ever see or will be able to afford. Um, <laughs> but I think we will probably wrap it up there. So, Mr Moore, it has been a sheer delight, as always. Nothing yeah. more I'd rather You're be doing on a Monday evening well. than... Talking about watches with you. Exactly. GNT. Exactly. Life is good. It is. It is. Con- con- considering what's going on in the world, life exactly. is good. Talking watches. And uh, we've is. got some very exciting guests coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Now. Mm. You're going to have to beat that out. And You're going to have to beat I'm both of those out. all out. And. Uh, okay, good, good. Whom are ah, coming yeah. on. Is he confirmed then? They have all confirmed. So uh, nice. they'll all be nice. leaked out, so no one knows who we're talking about. So, um, ah, good. But yeah, good. we've got some good. very exciting episodes coming up, Inters- interspersed with more ramblings from the two of us or the three of us about things to do with watches. Things um, to do with watches. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you to Mr. Moore, as ever, for joining me. Thank you to you as our illustrious host. Oh, stop it. Uh, go and check us out on Instagram if you want we post photos of watches and the occasional watch meme I posted another one this evening Mm. which I was quite happy with Mm. Uh, go and look at our website we write watches about articles apparently we also write articles about watches as well (laughs) if we're feeling like it we like to keep it we like to keep it fresh we also have got some watches up for sale if you're in the market for maybe the nicest uh Pepsi GMT available on the market System mm. 51 Hadinki edition and, and a smattering of other stuff uh, but yeah mm. thank you everyone for listening and uh, yeah catch you next time